Facebook and Google and, and a lot of these different uh, uh, channels that you can advertise on, you can create a uh, website experience. If you can create a lot of content, great looking content, compelling content, backed with with the data to back up whether or not it's working or not, and you know, lean in on certain areas, cut back in other areas. But you can you can create that robust variety uh, in a. Uh, in a much, much, much more cost-effective way than ever before. Welcome to the Strategy with Jason podcast. Tune in for everything you need to know to stay in the know regarding the automotive industry. Here's your host, Jason Harris. Hey, 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 what's going on, Podcast Nation? It is Jason Harris here, and thank you for joining me on another episode of The Drive, Las Vegas edition. I don't know why every time I do a podcast, the drive in the world <laughs> in the world <laughs> today i am here with the one the only the oh so famous mr dave from reunion marketing Dave, thanks man yeah yeah Let's thanks for having me yeah this is gonna be a lot of fun love the ride <laughs> it's gonna be really good hey for um everybody out there that's watching and listening right now and kind of don't know you know who you are or how you kind of got started in the business you know i love kicking off these podcasts with a little origin story a, because I'm always fascinated because I don't think anybody wakes up one day and goes, huh, I should get into the automotive industry. That just sounds amazing. <laughs> so so what is what is the origin story of how you got into this crazy little world we call the automotive industry? Well, I, do, I do think, I mean, before going to that, once once you're in it, you're in it. I mean, yeah, like, it is true. so much fun. I mean, it's so competitive. I mean, it's a lot of great people in this space, too. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, I'm glad I... I, I Ended up being here because I mean I was an accountant out of school and I uh, happened to join a dealer group as their staff accountant. I, I started learning a lot, recognizing that digital marketing was being very underused. But I mean this is I'm back uh, helping to negotiate you know million dollar newspaper deals you know and it's uh, faxing line ads and stuff. And I tried out like we were automating that process by stopping the courier and started using fax and stuff. It's like okay we gotta we gotta do do more things and so I ended up. Growing in that organization, a 33 store group, Leaf Automotive Group out of uh, out of Raleigh, uh, North Carolina, and uh, last uh, last three years we were there. Hired a bunch of great people, and uh, we increased the leads to that group by 400. Uh, percent The the business shot up 75 percent revenue. I mean, hundreds of millions of dollars uh, increase, and you know, with that and the strategies, uh, took a few of the guys that, that I hired, and and we reunited, which is why why I formed Reunion Marketing. So the the reunion. Uh, and uh, we, we started from scratch, uh, zero clients, took out all my retirement. Uh, I put a ton of credit card debt. I mean, everyone thought I was nuts, but you know, when you have a great strategy and it works that, that kind of way, and it, you know, and it does, um, you know, live the American dream. We, you know, now we're working with hundreds of dealerships across the country and, and growing a great team and doing a lot of those things now. So it's uh, 17 years in the business and I'm an, uh, I'm an auto, I'm a life for an auto, I think. I love, I love this industry. Well, man, once it gets in your blood, you just can't get it out. Like yeah, it's just, it's just so in there. It just, it just, but I, I, I'm with you. I, I love this business. And I just love how the challenge of change is always there, right? And, you know, I mean, you had this amazing session uh, today that I heard was phenomenal. And, you know, I mean, there's just a lot of changes going on yeah. right change now. Change is always you know? moving. It's, uh... And it's always just a matter of like staying ahead of the curve. And honestly, I think that's probably one of the ways, one of the reasons what really attracts me and keeps me in this business is because of those changes. So, you know, so for the for the people out there watching and listening that weren't able to attend that session, what were maybe three or four really key takeaways? Well, so the world has changed a lot, right? I mean, so 
you know, we had, we, we could talk for hours about, you know, coronavirus. We've had that for, you know, it's been like five years, it feels like, uh, in, in that environment. So, so that's changed the landscape. Inventory's down across the, the industry. And, and so there's a lot of things that, you know, are happening there, but that's coupled with uh, privacy policy changes that, that have been happening. I mean, it's, you know, these last like seven or eight years, there have been so many new pieces of legislation and companies like Apple that are getting, um, putting privacy first. And so a lot of that has changed the way you can advertise. Cause you used to, you ever see that, that uh, episode of Parks and Rec where, uh, I am uh, yeah, well, Ron Swanson like throws his computer out uh, because it's uh, the ad is targeted directly to him and everything. And it's, you know, people, people become concerned about that. You know, not just Ron Swanson, you know, um, burying his money in his yard, right? But it's, uh, uh, but, but so all these privacy policy changes uh, have created a, a need for, you know, companies like Google and, and Facebook to change how they're advertising. And, and they're the behemoths. They, they, have, they own more than 50% of the global market for online advertising. They can and, do what they want to do, you know? Yeah, <laughs> well, but I think the thing is, I think they're actually having to, 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 to follow the change. And, you know, they, the, the cheese is moving for them because, you know, Apple had that iOS update. Yes. Uh, and they lost a ton, like 95% of people now are like, I am not going to opt out. Uh, or I'm not going to opt in to be tracked across a website. It's 95% of people do that. I, and I was joking. I said, well, 5% of the people click the wrong button accidentally. You know, it's like nobody wants to be tracked. Right? No. Uh, actually, I do. I got to be yeah. honest. I do. Yeah. I actually like being served up stuff that is relevant to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So so I, I when I go into these and these things are catered to me, but to your point, 95% of people hit the button. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I, so I'm, I'm similar too. I like, I like having ads about... Ohio State about yeah. about roller coasters about uh, about beer you know like the things that I like I like yes. I mean that's a but but that's that's most people are not like that right uh, most most people don't want um, I was hoping we were gonna see the fountains go by here as <laughs> we're going by maybe on the way back on the uh, yeah uh, but uh, but so so with that I mean you know Google and, and Facebook both. You know, have, have always prided themselves on, on, you know, learning so much about people and all that off, uh, you know, off-site, off-platform behavior is just gone. It's invisible. Yes, so it it's invisible now. And I understand they're wrapping up a bunch of it into their models and stuff like right. that. But you, you, to your point, right? You, you can't target that way, which is really kind of um, sweet and bitter, you know, yeah, uh, for yeah. us marketing guys. You know, yeah. uh, you know, one side of it is kind of frustrating, but I actually think the other side. Uh, creates a, a new challenge yep, new and exactly new yep. opportunities. And I'd love to kind of get your, pick your brain on what you think some of those new opportunities or challenges are. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, like first and foremost, this is like a great reset opportunity, I think for, for people that, you know, what, what is it that consumers want or doing? You know I mean? I think it's almost like the, the targeting was getting so good for a while that, you know, you kind of forgot to try to really tailor your entire experience around what kind of things people are looking for. So it's like going back and doing some research and, you know, uh, Google Analytics uh, 4 is coming and Universal is going away. And so you're losing even some 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 of that data through that channel. But you can go into things like Search Console or Google Ads and look at query reports and then like look at hundreds of millions of, of searches that people are doing to get a good idea of what, what the industry uh, should be giving in terms of a, a website experience, a marketing experience and it's just like looking at that data and then and looking at current dealership visibility. Uh, most like dealerships are not showing up for any kind of EV searches, um, you know, hybrid searches. So those, those have gone up, I mean, three, four, five X, depending on, on, on where gas prices are, right? I mean, OPEC, yeah. OPEC just uh, you know, decided 2 million less barrels, you know, recently a day in production. And so, I mean, 
that's going to drive up that that search demand that much more and it's like so so when you you do that you look at the different like fixed operation searches uh used car searches everyone's pushing used because there's no new inventory and so seeing seeing all this demand out there and then looking back at a website experience and, and building content and, and information that's going to satisfy the wants of of the you know people that are searching is just is they're not getting that experience and you know so so just in general because we're losing a lot of the targeting it's like all right let's go back to the beginning and, and like let's well, let's we, optimize we let's yeah. optimize i think that kind of seems to be the overall theme right now let's let's optimize 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 our, our our marketing strategies our processes our experience you know I, you know I, i'm with you i feel like the the ad dollars are kind of opening back up right. now but right. they're not what they used to be but i'm kind of okay with that even my team's like what don't say that um (laughs) don't say that out loud um because i i find dealers are coming more prepared like okay not going to have the budgets maybe that i had prior all right but here's the budget that i do have what can i do the most amount with it you know right right. well and and doing it in a way that offers a lot of variety so it's you know so many people just keep pushing they've always advertised new cars that's it they've ignored all the other areas of their of their business and you know, even with all these changes, like technology is creating an environment where you can really have, like my two favorite words right now in, in, in marketing are volume and variety. Mm, because like because you can, you can, you can everything in a dealership, you can get that message out. And so, you know, back in the old days, you know, talking about, you know, early days when I'm, I'm buying media, um, you know, with, with TV stations, giving them a lot of grief over, you know, indexation, all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, we spent millions, you know, at the dealership group on TV. Uh, and we would give two spots. It'd be like a Toyota store, like a Camry spot and a Corolla spot, and that's it. And so, but it's like, so 5% or 0.5% of the market is uh, ready to buy a new car at any given month, right? I mean, the, uh, kind of at the best. So 99.5% of people are not like, currently in market, right? And you're yeah. trying to stimulate interest, but but if you break it out and you're, you know, you're speaking about EVs to some folks, you're speaking about pre-orders, you're speaking about use and, and fixed ops, and like you're going to start touching people because you, you're, your breadth of, uh, uh, of of marketing, your breadth of information you're giving about all the things that might apply, the likelihood of resonance with those folks is like way higher. But well, you know, speaking of resonance, one of the things I've found, and I'm actually kind of excited for, you know, um, there's always two sides of the coin, right? Um, is I feel like creative is going to play a monster differentiating role in success of some of these strategies, yeah. which yeah. I think in the past, and you kind of alluded to it a little bit, is that you know it was the targeting was so good that honestly, Dave, we could kind of run some mediocre, you know, content and creative, yeah. and still get some pretty decent results. Yeah, and, cars were selling themselves know. there for a minute, right? Yes, I mean, exactly. it's, um, and that's changing. Like, I mean, like uh, the economy, and you, you know, and that's one thing that you know you talk to a bunch of dealerships at a show like this, and and. You know, everyone is talking about these last couple months. I mean, it's we're beginning to see that, and so it's uh, even a lot of the sales training that has not been happening because the cars were just selling themselves. Like uh, some people becoming order takers as opposed yeah. to you know great salespeople, and uh, it's it's, it's going to get harder, I think, for a minute. So you gotta yeah, you gotta gotta make your things stand out. You know, your your messaging stand out, and then yeah, create that resonance. Well, it's that var- uh, uh, variance, right? Yeah, variety. Yeah. Sorry, variety. Use the word variety. variety. A variety, yeah. right? Uh, it's 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 not a, a one ad fits all scenario anymore. Yeah. I don't ever necessarily believe it ever was, right. but 
you could get away with it. I don't think you can get away with yeah. it now. And it's it's all about, you know, relevance, yeah. you know? So let, let's talk a little bit about that because I think maybe some of the people that are listening and watching maybe don't necessarily know what we're, we're two marketing guys. So we're, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, yeah, just, yeah. Going, we're just going at this, we right? We just go buzzword after buzzword, buzzword. But, you know, <laughs> you know when, when we say relevant content, all right, you know, what does that mean for you? It is a message that, that uh, speaks to me and meets the needs of what it is I'm looking for. Exactly. You like beer? You like, yeah, yeah. what was what was the Roller coasters. Roller I coasters. I love the fact you love roller coasters, by the way. Yeah. I think I think we need to do a podcast on a roller coaster. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, so I know I know roller coasters. I love too. roller yeah, coasters, yeah. too. Actually, me and my daughter are like roller coasters. Like, we want to just keep, like, we went to, since so we just moved to Tennessee. I'm yeah. going squirrel, guys, by the way. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we well, went to, we, yeah, there's one. <laughs> um, and we went to Dollywood. Oh, yeah, yeah. And oh my gosh, yeah, there are some right, coasters right, there. there. Yes, yeah, it was. Um, awesome. Dude, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't read about it before I got on it. Yeah, and, it's and, so and good. holy cow, it was one of the most amazing roller coasters yeah. I've been on. And it's, we're talking about experience. Okay, I'll roll this all in back in automotive. Don't worry, guys. All right. But, roller it's not roller coasters. <laughs> but it's okay. So here's how it goes. You know, so you, you, you come off the platform, you come around, and like most roller coasters, you think you're kind of making this climb up and it's going to be this dick, 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 all the way to the top. Well, this yeah. particular coaster does not do that. It literally goes from zero to 77 miles yeah. per hour in a couple seconds and flies yeah. you up to the top. It's, it was it's really awesome. an amazing yeah. experience. So that's in my top five of any of them I've ever been on. But, but, uh, you know, to like that point, right? Like you got to think the design behind that was intentional design. Right. All right. It was to, you know, you think you know what's going to happen, but wait, and it does something totally opposite. And it's just this amazing thing. And I, and, and I think there are things like that that we can actually learn in the automotive space and bring in. It's about the experience, right. you know, of it. And that's surely one of the best coasters I've been because I think the experience, it's, they call it lightning rod because it's a hot rod. You hear the, you hear this roar, engine. Good, yeah. yeah, like it's just, it's, it's so well done. But, you know, I think that's what creative kind of needs to be. It needs to be in line with the, customer yeah. experience like I, I think the combination of uh, creative with like with math and science you know like uh, you know because you a lot of people want to push creative and they're they're pushing something that's not even resonating it's not there's not a demand for it it's like really marrying those two things I mean that's uh, but you can do that so much easier the, the cost of production I remember you know you go back to that TV example you cost two thousand twenty five hundred dollars to, to you know produce a couple of spots for a month and make updates yeah. and um, you know, for the variety of things that exist now, I mean, it can't cost that much. But fortunately, you know, Facebook and Google and then a lot of these different uh, uh, channels that you can advertise on, you can create a uh, website experience. I mean, you can create a lot of content, great looking content, compelling content backed with with the data to back up whether or not it's working or not. And, you know, lean in on certain areas, cut back in other areas. But you can, you can create that robust variety uh, in a... Uh, in a much, much, much more cost-effective way than ever before, and that it keeps getting cheaper. Like that's the nice thing. Is well, that's the other thing because we are we're, it's getting more hyper-targeted. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's getting cheaper because it's getting more hyper-targeted. I'm not targeting 300,000 people. I'm targeting 30,000 people, right? If I want to maintain a, a reach and frequency on 30,000, it's going to be way more cost-effective, yeah, yeah. you know, on that. But I, I find with with the dealers though, is that they got to be quick to strategize and slow to the creative. You know, like really spend the time in developing and identifying, you know, the audience. Right. Like, who do you want to target? Yeah. What is them? Like, what make it about want? them. What do they like? You know. Exactly. You got some. You any good examples of that? 
Uh, well, I mean, so I talked about you know that website experience, yes. which uh, which is big. I think you know one of the one of the other changing environments that that's happening now is that because of that loss of, of uh, 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 targeting from you know Facebook and and Google, they're they're trying to create uh, to, to move that platform uh, experience to, to be on platform. So you know, like you see you see in the last. Um, last couple of years, Google Business Profile has created a much greater experience on the website by adding, you know, the the parts listing, the service listing, body shop listings, but integrating cars for sale. You know, on Facebook, you have automotive inventory ads that are on the platform. You know, and they're creating more things on platform, and, and they're doing that one to make a more frictionless experience that really is easier for consumers. But but ultimately, they're doing it because if they keep people on the platform itself, yes. uh, then they're not going to lose the data. Uh, that, that they would lose when they're going off site. So, you know, I, I think about the advertising experience and, and, and building more of that within, like on the platform itself is gonna keep people on there, keep the data from, from losing, you know, let the algorithm do its thing. And I mean, they, you know how much how many billions they spend on making that algorithm work. It, it doesn't work if they're off, off the platform. Uh, but uh, yeah, as we, uh, we look towards the, the future in that environment, it's, uh, how much more is going to happen there? And I think it's going to be a lot. And I, you know. No, I, I think we only scratched the surface on that. So I still think there's going to be a lot of changes to come. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I think any dealers out there that are watching and listening right now and you're in charge of the marketing is just be prepared to be nimble. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's wild. If you look at, you know, even, even things like Google business profile, you know, and all you have to do is go in and uh, I mean, like not all you have to do, there's plenty of ways to optimize it. But but if you just go in and you put in all your categories, you know, 30 or 40, depending on how many listings you have and, you know, get your products on there, get, get cars for sales integration, have your posts, have those unique descriptions and do all those things. You're going to show up so much higher. And what's what's happened. So we've done a number of audits for for different OEMs and, and large dealer groups and regions. Uh, where it's it's wild to see how many people haven't just even hey Google here's all the stuff that we're selling and when you tell if Google asks you for information about yourself they are asking for a reason so they can help match you and create and you know everyone's searching for different things match all of the different types of things you offer to all the different types of people that are searching and it's it, it's a big opportunity I mean it's I would say 70 75 percent of dealers do not have even the, the basics the categories fully put on their Google business profiles. Google. Well, you, you got to spend the time to either educate yourself or partner yeah. with partner with a company that, you know, is 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 deeply uh, vested into your goals and objectives, right. not theirs. Well, and, and so that brings up a pretty interesting uh, uh, thing, thing that I shared in my presentation today is that, uh, you know, GA four Google Analytics four, you know, is coming. Uh, everyone is uh, very few dealers in, in my room. Uh, I think it was maybe about third dealerships have have got it set up and then put together which is pretty wild that it's that few because it's i mean clock's ticking you know every day now is you're not gonna be over your data uh but but the things that power the algorithm too for different types of goals people have set up chats and trade appraisals and digital retailing and and form fills and and store visits and all these things everyone is measuring conversion differently across the industry and so like you you see you know some people are, are saying we got a cost per conversion of 13 cents and others are like we have a cost per conversion of 300 dollars and you, you dig in and you look at that, and some people you know might just assume, well, that, that's just a really bad company, a really good company. But it's like Structure. some are measuring conversions as VDPs, mm-hmm. and some are only doing phone calls. And you know it's like, but it's it, it is crazy when you look at it. And now every one of these bid strategies Google kind of pushes to let the algorithm do its thing is um, 
it's being powered differently. So it's, it's, it's apples to hand grenades. I mean, it's not even a comparison with what's going on there. And, and you need to be educated so you know what you're looking at there. Yeah. 100%. But it, but it allows smoke and mirrors to, to be a, a thing out there now where, you know, it's, it, and you don't want that to happen. You, you want transparency and you want what's best for the dealership. Yeah, um, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, well, Dave, I know we're getting towards the tail end of our time. I can't believe we already went through our drive today, yeah, but we touched on so Yo, saw, many really good tips. Oh, so we are definitely York, doing yeah, that York, after York, this. Yeah, let's, do that. <laughs> let's do it. But hey, for everybody out there that's watching and listening right now and would love to connect with you, learn more, a little bit more about the company or even just kind of follow along with your guys' journey, like what's the best way to do so? Yeah, I mean, uh, you can reach out to me at uh, the Dave at reunionmarketing.com is my email. Um, LinkedIn. I'm, I'm very active on LinkedIn and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, or, I mean, just, yeah, give, give me, give me a ring. I mean, my number is 919-259-4614. And uh, I'm always, I'm always interested to chat about automotive. It's, uh, you know, like I said, I'm in the industry forever. It's, I love, I love this space. <laughs> love this space. Well, dude, I can't uh, tell you how much I really appreciate you uh, coming out and jamming with me today. This has been so much fun. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for tuning in to the Strategy with Jason podcast with your host, Jason Harris. Don't want to miss new content? Be sure to check out the full podcast library at strategywithjason.com to stay in the know. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. Happy podcasting.